Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dead Radio with your main man, Bangy is Dead. Powered by the beautiful people that play energy drink. Shot of Black Bricks, this is one of their rooms. Cozy, if you ask me, Ovi. Um, today we've got a special guest. You know we only deal with special guests, especially on this season finale part one. We're going to have another part two. Um, but yeah. I don't know if our guest knows or doesn't know this, but so we don't introduce any of our guests. Have to introduce ourselves. You have to introduce yourself. Um, so yeah, you're gonna get into it. Before we get into that, that camera's for you, that camera's for us, and the camera's for me. So if you when you introduce yourself, it'd be great to get that camera type thing, like if you can. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. So, do yeah. I introduce myself now? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Ish. I wish I was always in a constant state of coming and going so that mm-hmm. I never have to introduce myself and I never oh, have to say goodbye. Because it's always going to have to happen, though. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which camp? That <laughs> <laughs> one. Relax. Okay. Um... Hi guys, I am Shala, better known as Shala the Unicorn. I am an art director, a director, and a fine artist. Hello, fine. You get me. Emphasis on. I'm joking. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, it's, okay. it's, it's not my. It's not. It's not my fault. The job description has the word fine I mean, in it. No, I'm not saying it's your fault. Like, okay, not then. at all. What's your full name, though? My full name. Yeah. Shala. No, like your full <laughs> name. <laughs> I've never heard your full name ever. You want to hear my government name now? I. Uh, okay, it's cool. That's never Shala Martin. It's not even that bad. Yeah. It's actually not bad at all. Yeah, I have two other names as well. Okay. You so, want to hear all of them? If you want to. Are you comfortable? Sharla, Jasmine, Martin. Okay. Look at that. It's actually quite, quite First, some good names. Uh, Why do you sound like you're not too sure? I like short names, you know, quickly. Just Sharla's very short. Though. Exactly. That's why I go with that one, because... The other Jasmine, Jasmine uh, is also short. Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm. But anyway, okay. So that's how everything starts. Well, let's talk about your background because that kind of obviously contributes to who a person is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we just pick it out. Like it's just one of those things. At some point in time, you're going to forget there's cameras here. I don't want it to feel like an interview. So you don't really have to look at them. Um, you can if you want to type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so where did you grow up and like where are you from? Where did I grow up? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I kind of grew up everywhere, to be honest. But okay. I know saying everywhere is basically saying nowhere. Not really. <laughs> but yeah, really. But I grew up in Joburg most of my life and then we kind of just moved around a lot. I was visiting family in Cape Town, in Bloemfontein a lot. Okay. Just all over, all of the places except Durban for some reason. Okay, okay. Some reason. So everywhere except Durban. So yeah. you've, been, you've been up north? Actually, no, not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> but when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere around Joburg. Okay. Everywhere cool. around Joburg, Hauteng, and then Free States, and then Cape Town. 
Okay. And then where did you school? And when I school, uh, people are gonna roast me, dog. People are gonna roast me. I'm being roasted because of this, because apparently my school didn't have grass. <laughs> so they say we're buying water at the tech shop. I got roasted the other day. in South Africa, like, like I that actually that. should be a norm, respectfully. I get that. I get that. Um, Okay, I went to a couple of schools because I moved around a lot. I think I went to, yeah, I went to three different preschools, uh, two different primary schools and two different high schools. Okay. Yeah, Damn. so. Yeah, I was never satisfied. Of course. Do you think that contributed to like how... Um, My development. Your development, but also how you think today, like how easy it is for you to get like certain concepts and how you manage to execute them. Yeah, because... A big part of my of my job is is networking and and maintaining relationships and right. I'm constantly I was constantly the new girl, I was the new girl everywhere. Right. And even in my industry, I'm the new girl. You know, so it kind of gave me that skill. I learned that skill to just be in a completely throw myself in a completely new environment and then learn and build groups of people that I can work with, groups of people that I can communicate with and you know. Right. So it yeah. basically made it easy for It made it to, easy to, for me, yeah. To to, 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 to to what's this? Um to talk to people. Um talk to people and introduce yourself. So in any space you can kinda I'm get comfortable in, in any space, in any space. Right. You know? For a long time I was like searching for a place to call like home and a place that I thought uh, was the best place in right. my field to be. And I was moving around a lot and uh, I realized all of that stuff is not external. Like it's really internal, like home is where you are. Hmm. Like the art, I can't be though? chasing the art when the art is like here. Right. Yeah, because right. I always felt like I need to run away from my background. I need to run away from somewhere to go somewhere. But you know, the things that you run away from you end up running towards very easily right yeah that so even my school with no grass i ah, shame i'm alumni there i want to go back there and be like mm -hmm. let me get you guys what some grass <laughs> by the way the school is um princess primary horizon view primary okay westridge high um you're infamous for crime <laughs> and really? then yeah and then the national school of arts i think that's where we got NSA, affiliated right. yeah and then yeah and then i went to go and study at uct i went to michaelis what did you study at uct fine art did you like it no why um i i think i'm just a bad student just, what does that even i'm mean? just a really bad student like i hate deadlines i'm kind of like the typical artist that's just like lives in their head and like, yeah, I live in my head a lot. So what do you do when there's a deadline? Just what do I do? I'm curious. I go into a state of panic for two weeks and do nothing. And then on like three days before, I'm like, actually, I gotta damn, do shit. I think I got to do that thing. Because it takes me so long to develop an idea. I think the idea is more important to me than the actual execution. Because, 100%. yeah, so... It takes research, so much research. I need to be constantly reading and I need different source material. I need movies, I need books, I need music, I need 
I need literature. I need everything, you know, to build around that concept because it's not just, I don't want to just do stuff because they're cool. Right. You know, I need right. to do stuff that speaks to our time, that speaks to my background and speaks to the future. So would you say you read a lot? I try my best. I do read a lot, but I I know that it's so time consuming and our attention span right now. Oh, it lasts for thirty seconds. Thirty but seconds deep. So so I make sure that I read very like short readings, essays, and I read certain sections of certain books, and right. then I take what I need, and then I go back if I need something else or, you know. Right. And what yeah. about movies? Because I find a lot of my inspiration from movies as well. It's just like. Um, I like watching movies and see how people dress because I feel like how they dress. Yeah, like I feel like dressing up is like you're partaking in a in a in a in, on a set basically. Like sometimes I wake up and feel like I want to look like this type of person and that's how I dress. So when I watch a movie or anything like that, I'm always looking at the costumes and like get a lot of inspiration from the costumes, how people dress, mm. and what's the first thing that comes to my head when someone's dressed like that. Um, like, you know, when you see someone wearing a suit um, with flary pants and all that it's stuff. It's like, what are you trying to say, you know? Immediately, yeah. like, 90s. That guy, this mm. suit is from the 90s. This is a 90s movie. So I like how the tailoring and the patterns and the, like, the finishes on clothes mm. already communicates with our brain before we even think it's dope. We already know what time it's from. So mm. I find that really dope. So I get a lot of those symbolisms from, like, movies a lot of them that's why i don't like watching like series and like sitcoms and all that nonsense well it's not nonsense but to me it's just like i really prefer like watching movies and documentaries mostly and like if it's gonna be a series it's gonna be a series as a documentary because mm. i'm just an extremist dude like if i start a series right now i have to finish it right now i finish it same day i'm the same so i can't even i love anime but I can't commit to an anime. They have like 500 episodes. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, I need to get to yeah. the bottom of it now. now. Like now. Yep. It's like Death Note. Like I watched Death Note like yeah. ages ago. One of the best animes of, I don't know if it's anime, is it? Can I call it an anime? What, Death, Death Note. Note? Yes, yes, yes. It's like one of the best animes I've watched. I've only watched like two, three, so that's probably some bad, uh, like that's <laughs> something very bad for me to say. But it's, yeah. I learned so much out of that than me actually watching Death Note. You know what I mean? Like, I learned, like, just, I think it's a really dope anime, but yeah. Also, and I'm into anime films, but also, I'm mostly influenced by movies. Mostly. Even in, like, I think people will pick it up in, like, a couple of years but there's so many movie references in everything i do everything i do even as like a kid um it used to be like almost an escape art always used to be my escape because i was a very i was always surrounded by people but i was a very lonely child mm -hmm. and i was quiet so i'd spend like five hours drawing something or building something I, right. I was always making something i don't know i don't know why i felt so idle like i felt if i'm not do, if i'm not making something i still even get that today like i get anxiety if i'm not making something i need hands. to be making something yeah every single Did time you think that's the escape it was an escape in the beginning like i would go to there was this movie store uh that this video store Right. Um, that was in town. And my mom was like, just go get all of the movies. And it was like 25 rand for five five videos. Right. 
it was lit. So I'd go to, especially the horror section for some reason. But I never, really? Yeah, I loved horror movies. So would you say you're dark? Yes, no? I don't think Maybe. I'm, I don't think I'm dark. I was just so intrigued by like a different perspective. I was right. so intrigued by immense emotion rather than you know light-hearted things are great but you know the stuff that really sticks in your mind is like yeah the, the, yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it's like we can have a hundred uh happy moments and smiles and everything but you're gonna remember you know one in like one instant where i made you mad yes. one instant and you're gonna yes. be like yes you know that who you are. Fuck. fuck that girl because <laughs> i remember the one time she ate both my McDonald's meals. <laughs> but then the, right. the whole time we've been, you know, so 100%. I think, so it's not really me focusing on dark darkness. It's just uh, me gravitating towards what I think is more memorable, memorable, more intense, more. Right. Yeah. And also my work is so deeply tied into um, trauma, into really, really intense feelings of emotions. I think almost every work that i've done that i am like proud of has come out of tension okay. has come out of the immense pressure okay okay and challenging myself to the point where i had to get rid of so much self-doubt and just throw myself in there and have no resources and be building from i don't know from scratch from everything and you know challenging myself personally and everything right. i know about myself the best works come out of them. Right. My worst work has come out of me having the best resources, yeah. the the best budget. The, you know, it's 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 just like it's weird, right? Yeah, because having challenges forces you to innovate. It forces you to think on your on your feet. On your feet. Yeah. If things are too easy, it's you don't think on your feet because it comes easily. And I nothing. Totally get it. Yeah. Nothing exactly. That, anything that comes easily is not entirely worth it. However, I also feel like. That's a very weird way to live, because does that mean it we is. always have to struggle we to really have be to innovative? Be on age. Like, or do we always have to be like, it's kind of like toxic in a way. It is toxic. It's a very toxic relationship that I have Extremely with myself toxic. because I don't easily accept something that doesn't challenge me. Like, I hate easy work. Yo. <laughs> Anyways, I, read, I read this thing that said that artists always choose the hardest way out. And I'm not falling under that. I was always like, nah, nah, that's not true. <laughs> but then if I think about it, it's kind of true. Like, right. it's kind of true. Because I think we, like, it's almost a form of, like, self-sabotage because we know that the outcome would be lit, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Do you think, now, going back to your story. Yeah. Do you think, or did you know, like, your whole life that fine art is what you were going to study in university? I did. People. Like, from what age did you realize that this is what I'm sticking with? <laughs> I don't think there was an age where I decided. I was just always doing it. I was just always doing it. And I didn't know what to call it, like, at all. I remember there's so many photos of me as a kid making stuff. Like, I'm busy drawing. And, and there was this kid in Krish. He was the teacher's son, right? Right. And... Everyone was like so obsessed with him because he was like a bit older than us okay. and he could draw Goku and Vegeta and right. all that. And then I'm looking at his drawings and I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Come <laughs> on, dog. Bring me that paper. Bring me that paper. I'm like, let me, let me show you a little something. <laughs> so he stole the homie shine. I was like, yo, 
actually, I might have killed his dreams he's there. Still for, I did, but by accident, I just felt like he was his work was a bit lazy. I was like, you know, and then. I continued making stuff. I even like built, I, I started getting recycled materials and I built this huge city in my room. What? Made out, it was like a small maquette of things. How old were you? I think I was in grade two. What I was the eight fuck? or, or seven. Nuts. Yeah. I was building this city. I call it Carlton View for some reason. And it was close to Christmas around this time. Right. So I actually built it so that I could decorate the town for Christmas. Oh, crazy. <laughs> I don't know why. But, so I was always making something and then and drawing and we had an art class at Princess Primary and I thought that that was the most important shit for me. It was like once a week, but it was it was my favorite time. It was my favorite time of the whole week. And then I found myself on stage with an award and a, a certificate and it said art. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What, is this real? <laughs> is, is this like a thing that I was very confused about it, but I was like, oh shit. Let... And then I was in the newspaper a couple of weeks after that for, for, for my drawings. They right. like made an exhibition for me. So they put all my drawings for the year and they put it up. And then okay. I was, I didn't even know how I got up there. But, and I was in the local newspaper for that. And then I was like, so this thing that I'm doing is actually like a thing. A like thing, I'm not yeah. doing this for fun. Like it's fun for me, but and then fast forward, I was still always that kid at the back of the class drawing. And then my one friend told me, she's like, dude, so actually, why don't you? There's like an art school. Why don't you? I was like, an art school. What do you mean? What is that? Do you mean people go to school and go and do, do this? this. <laughs> ah, like, because I used to get in trouble for drawing all the time. They'd confiscate it. They'd be like, you're not focusing, you're not, you know? Right. And then uh, I was like, shit, there's an art school. And I was in grade 10 at this time. And I was like, isn't it a bit too late to like change schools now? Go to an art school where I know nobody. I don't even know that place. I don't. And there was this one teacher in particular that irritated the shit out of me. Oh my God. Why? Cause she would just never give, she would never, she would never help me or like, she'd never see like that. I really, really was serious about this and I really wanted to do this. I would bunk every class except hers and she hated me. And I was like, I hate you too, Damn. but I have to be here. Cause I like I have this. to be, cause I like this. Right. And I remember there was this one huge textbook of hers. It's the history of modern art. And all I wanted to do was read. And all I wanted to do is consume like as much art information as I can right. and theory. And I didn't think we were getting enough theory in class. So right. I asked her, can I borrow a book? She's like, no, she has four of them. That's like up there. I said, can I just borrow one? I just wanna, I just wanna read. She's like, no. She's like, no, the great tiles are using it. They, they need it for the exam. I was like, do the dust on those things are here. Nobody's <laughs> reading that shit. Nobody's reading that shit. And I was just like, you actually hate me. And then I remember one time I was, I was competing with a friend. Oh, I ended up stealing that book, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I stole it one time. One Did time. she notice that it was gone? No. <laughs> Fuck her. And on top, on top of that, um, me and a friend were competing in class, right? Right. Uh, with our marks. Right. We wanted to get the highest marks in the class. Right. So she's reading out the marks. Now she says, I'm going to read out the highest mark. And then the rest, you'll, you'll know what you got. <laughs> My heart's beating so fast. I'm here. I'm like, shit, shit. Right. 
she says, um, I think like a 95, and she says it's that guy. So I'm like, fuck. Say bitch. No, listen. She okay. reads it out. She says, congratulations, the whole class is here. I'm like, fuck. Damn. I was like, shit, you know, and I was keeping me big all the time. I said, you know, <laughs> you don't know anything. And then I got my mark back. My mark was 97. So she just didn't she really just fuck, didn't with fuck with me. So she's like, I'm not gonna fucking say anything about. <laughs> she didn't say shit. So I was like, you know what, sharp, it's fine. And I could, I just applied to the art school, and I was like, fuck you guys, dog. And then and I went, you went to art school. I went to art school. And then that's when that's when you realized. And I knew that. from the get go that I wanted to study fine art. I wanted to do art all the time. Like there was never a plan B. Like I even. My parents were like, no, you guys, you need to like, maybe start, maybe also apply for fashion and apply for like stuff that you like, like music and stuff. I was like, okay. And I did to show them, but I manipulated all of my portfolios in order to only get accepted for, for arts. arts. <laughs> so the main aim was arts. It's from the beginning, from so, when I was born. So. Go watch it, Lily got set on the chain. 2005, I got carried set to be the shine. Rapper got bamba, got set up with all of my chain. 2005, I got started to beat some time. Go watch it, Lily got set on the chain. 2005, I got carried set to be the shine. Rapper got bamba, got set up with all of my chain. 2005, I got started to beat some time. Yeah, yeah, show up today, never showing up soon. Breaking the bread, even breaking the spoon. For all of my niggas, I will be the stool. This a higher grade, never talk about school. Can we keep it cool? Like say, bro, bro, now I get like tall. And I said, even flow better, no, got the tall. I get more black rock, I got ski my sabon, I get three limo board. For the homies catching cases, put up a bill, even breaking the changes. All of the drama, my nigga, is shaped. Let's keep it even, nothing shaked. That's so even shamed. Just a leg, get your mochini. Oslete bantwara wa shene go tela matapa mechu mage chege rosata sambosa ge jige go tabare jele I know money give you power, I think about it each and every hour I left the city, came back nigga sour, taking my bread like a tower, hand this shit is ours Chaka go tombela zozo, kalo go bo fela poso, non tuela ge bobe di la mele stofo Tuara chibi tuela skobo, samo jesa skopo This shit be thicker than blood, to serve the task you be digging in mud We stuck to the bottom, you thinking about rug, I know mamas we need a hug The homies wanna be the plug Pressure make diamonds, west side of town with the tigers and lions We got no silence, we got no sheep, nigga, follow the sirens Cover no islands, out of this place like we came from the islands I need no stylist, Nike and Max, I walk only with lions Go watch it, Lily got set to the chain 2005, I got Gera set to VZ chain Rapper got bamba got set up with all of my chains. 2005 got started to beat some time. Go watch it, Lily got set to the chain. 2005 got carried set to be the shine. Rapper got bamba got set up with all of my chains. 2005 got started to beat some time.
and you're live on Dead Radio. So then you go to UCT, you study art, fine, you don't like deadlines. I'm assuming... Worst student on the planet. I'm assuming you drop out. Worst student on the planet. <laughs> you drop... What year was this? Uh, last year. Okay. So last you decide... Um, no, COVID. Are you sure last year? It's COVID yeah, year. Yeah, that's the time I was like, actually, I can't do this because I'm also juggling work i just thought i need a break so i really need a break so, but you gonna, yeah. so in your mind you're gonna go back i'll think about it no you were like when you like initially oh no in my mind i was like, just like yo man i'm a... i was like actually i don't need this because also like it develops you it develops your skill and your thinking Mm-hmm. but nothing after that like you don't know how to be an entrepreneur you don't know how to market yourself you don't know about the market like the current market like you nothing nothing right. and art is kind of like an ivory tower where only the elites are kind of mentored and taken to the, right. next, to the, next, level. To the next level and it's also very dependent on your resources how much can you afford uh-huh. art is mad expensive to make art yeah it's just i think everything is like about. the art industry like including fashion and all this stuff is like so classist the quality um, of your work yeah it's it's, it's, it's determined by your resources how much which you can is afford extremely weird which is kind of unfair it and is you could you could you could i could dispute that and say you know what i just said right now is that the best work is made out of the least yes. resources but that's like one out of ten hey like that you really have that's to work for everyone. you have to work 10 times harder. 100%, but at the same time, your mind also has to work in a different way. Enable, like, your mind has to work in such a way to understand that you can make something out of nothing. Mm. Where I've come to notice that not actually everyone's mind uh, thinks that. Like, everyone's mind really doesn't, it's impossible to get something out of nothing to them. Um, Because it kind of is impossible. Like, I remember, dude, I remember trying to shoot my first video okay with almost 10 rand yeah fuck who are you shooting your first video for i am not leaking <laughs> okay but we're shooting my first video and it wouldn't have happened if people didn't believe in the project because nobody was paid nobody nobody there wasn't a guarantee of success right it's a huge risk here 100 percent. we had a Bringing all your time for yeah we I managed think. to hustle a red camera you know but that was just for free of favors and of like but right now if i have a name like this right now and i'm asking you please can you just do this thing for no. free? not a chance so it kind of gets harder because but it gets so much harder because you does. know i would lie and i can't expect people to work free obviously I won't I mean, do that because I know how that's like. But building something out of nothing is literally impossible right I now. I don't think it is. Like, it's not a thing about right now. Like, you've got a point there, right? And I was talking about this literally, like, probably this week and a couple of days ago where mm. I was thinking about how a lot, of the, a, a lot of the places I've been, a lot of the opportunities I've received were all opportunities I got because I was at the right place doing something that someone else would have done for money you know what i mean mm. like i did it for free um, mm, you're right and the reason why i did it for free is because i could see that okay here i'm dealing with people that value me and i'm dealing with people that understand exactly what my input is mm. and because of that the more they see my value when i actually don't have time to do that 
that's when they'll be like, okay, dude, I need you not to make time for this. And that's where the money conversation starts because yeah. that's the easiest way for me to make, like, to, 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 to get your time, to give you money. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think about, like, it's a conversation I have with a lot of homies. It's like, this generation, the only thing that, because we're called, like, it's called the microwave generation or whatever, but the only thing <laughs> we kind of have wrong is that, like, we really truly believe that we should be getting paid for anything. And the first thing we need to be building is, like, trust. Like, there's a lot of doubt. Like, imagine you come in and you want me to give you, like, a hundred thousand for a video. I haven't really seen that many videos. And it's just like, yo, man, like, yeah. I hear you're worth that, but, like, but do you really want me to trust you with that amount? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I think it's a double-edged sword. You just need to, especially in a place like Joba, it's a double-edged sword because you can put yourself on the line for a lot of people that will never, ever come back. Um, so you just need to know, like, who's worth being on the line for like, mm. for real but that's very tricky because it's a whole it lot is. of trial and error hey 100 percent. you hate yourself for a lot of decisions you make as well shit <laughs> i know that i know that for sure and also like you can't do this thing alone like i've realized like yep. i've always tried to be alone because yeah. i told you i was yeah. hella lonely as a kid and art i didn't need no group work it's right. me and all i I, you know, I, the project is just me. I'm doing everything around the project. And then, now I'm in production and all of these things all together. And even now, even for my fine art right now, I'm not an island. Like, I need people. Like, right. I need a team. And I need a, like, reliable team. I need a team that also sees the vision and are not just there for weird everything reasons. Else. Yeah, because... Yeah. There's a whole lot of flashing lights in this industry and it kind of blinds you from... The main vision. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you've ever been blinded? Yeah, yeah. Even for a split second? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you think you came back? <laughs> fully, fully. Because, you know, you always picture yourself in this in this light and you hold yourself to the standard and as soon as you get there, you're like, um, you know, I sh maybe I need to make a U-turn and backtrack just a little bit because that's not, I'm still not happy where, right. I, where I'm here. I need to go back to the reason why I started doing this instead of, right. yeah, because right. you, you follow money, like, yeah, yep. yeah, <laughs> you follow money. I mean, what else can you do? He's got to love yourself, you know? It's cold out here. Ain't nobody gonna love you like yourself. Ain't nobody gonna love you the way you love yourself. And I really think that's important. I think it's important that everybody knows that love starts from within.
And you're live on Dead Radio. It's really possible to get money and really not know what to do with it and start doing everything besides what you actually wanted to use the money for. Yeah. Um, which is making you a better artist or whatever it is or having like Investing a in your craft, 100%. yeah. 100%. So, okay, cool. You leave Cape Town, I'm assuming, mm. as you drop out, come to Joburg. Do you have a plan when you come to Joburg? Yeah, well, when I was in Cape Town, I was always in Joburg okay. because I always had work here. Right. So I was already building my portfolio. I, you know, I was on both ends. Right. Just trying to juggle everything. Okay. Impossible. Guys, don't do that. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I was, but, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I do want to be in the film industry and I want to do my fine art because I always had this battle. I was always like, um, I can't 
do both. I can't be a jack of all trades and master none. I need to be master one. But you know, the love kind of just draws me to visuals right. and because it's to me it's one in the same thing you know i'm still making paintings it's just moving now they're just moving images you know 100%. in videos in mm. you know yeah. it's 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 all one in the same to me yeah so that fight is gone that conflict is gone so my plan was always to move in the direction of making visuals and then also building my traditional fine art because I always had, I always thought it needs to be traditional to be um, almost like credible. Of course. You know? Yeah. I was always like disregarding like digital work, for, for instance, because I was like, ah, it's not like the masters, you know, the masters are all here up with their hands, they're busy working. And then you get digital work, which is almost the same thing, but I didn't see that it was also like not really frowned down upon. Yes. In like the fine art world. Mm hmm because it's more design, I guess. And they think it's less work, it takes more inte less intention, apparently. Less intention, yeah. and it's more form follows function, and everything there has a function. And I'm like, it's not really like that, because now we're moving, you know, as a, as a t we're moving art. Right. Yeah, I always thought right. art was so stagnant, and that's what it is, and that's what it's going to stay. But if I look at the timeline, it constantly moves, and right now we're moving, so we can't be... I can't be saying like, no, I'm only going to be painting with my hands and then, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to consider my music video or as, as fine arts. No. You got to consider it because they're one and the same thing. They're one and the same thing. I could have an exhibition with just music videos. What are you going to tell me? You're going to tell me. <laughs> no. well, what you gonna, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. You don't say things like that on camera. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. It's fine. I'm do it, joking. guys. Do it, guys. Ideas are to share, guys. No, do no, it. I'm, I'm joking. I'm just messing with you. Okay, cool. Get to Joburg. What's your first move? Like, because now you're in Joburg. Obviously, you have to, have to make money. Oh, the first thing I was like, oh, I need to make money. So I was like, shit. Um, these creative projects are eating my money because there's usually no money in like your creative passion projects. Right. So I was like, I need. Something to I make your money to make your creative project. So I started doing um, some commercials. Okay. Yeah, y'all never see them. Probably. <laughs> Why do you think we'll never I'll see them? I'll put them on my portfolio, but like I don't like put it on blast like that. It's just because. It's not you. It was just to make a buck. In you will see some instances and little suggestions of me, but okay. it's not like it's very stick to client brief you know okay yeah so you don't have a lot of creative freedom and i like creative freedom Same. like and i don't want to i try to do as like as little commercial work like like commercial mean like influencer stuff right influencer stuff but i mean like actual commercials like ads like ads as like, like ads, you have to smile at the camera not okay. me i mean me and like on the production oh the production production oh yeah, come on even, yeah, I don't like. why wouldn't you like that could actually be like a really good ass side job but you know what starts happening what you get swallowed no you start getting booked because you can produce something to the client brief a quality and the client brief so, but then you don't you stop developing a style so i've always wanted to get booked for my style and not because i can bring you a quality whatever you want uh -huh. you know right because you know i don't want to just 
be an ad agency or like a, you know because yeah. they can do everything which is great for them we need them i'm not saying yes, they yes, suck. Yes, yes. we definitely need them but i want to get booked for my style they're gonna have to say we need this. Shala to do this thing 100%. because only Shala can do this thing and we need Shala's mind to do that thing we don't need a good quality whatever you we know? need her mind Word. That's so a... I'm building my style that's what I'm trying to do is less work that includes like these hefty client briefs and rather just doing my own weird projects <laughs> so people could be like okay right. this is her style okay yeah okay. so you get into doing that and then what's the first thing that you do that's outside of that? Outside of that? Yeah. Um, like what's the first thing you actually do that you, where you feel like, fuck, this is actually what I've been meaning to do? Well, there's been some compromises. Like outside of that, I've been doing music videos, which is kind of like half and half. We do have more creative freedom. Right. When it comes to, when it comes to that. It's also kind of short, so it won't say it's not a movie so it's not going to take me two years to right. do it. so it is also it's kind like of like, a week and you're done yeah right. yeah and i also have to pitch like whatever is in my mind to this person and so you put it on a mood board um i usually first hear the song if i like it then I treat for it send them okay. all the treatments send them my idea and then tell them what it's gonna cost and then what if you don't like it I don't do it. No, seriously, what if you don't like it? You seriously don't do it. No, like, no joke. I'm being serious. The thing is, I don't, like, it's not smart for me to do that because there's a lot of songs that, you know, there's a lot of projects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could wake up tomorrow and now I have a song that you don't like, but then the day after that, I wake up and you have a song that I like. But I'm doing it for your sake. I'm not doing it for me, because I know if I'm going to do it, my heart's not going to be in it, and right. then I'm not going to produce like the highest quality, quality. that right. I want. So I have to feel some type of connection to the song, because I know myself. Right. It's going to end up being like, Ugh. Ugh, work. <laughs> Damn, I just have to finish this for this bag. Ah, let me right. just finish it. And I never want to do that because it's just not genuine enough. And like for my art, something that I want to be completely consistent about is just honesty. Right. I want people to like really feel the honesty in it, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's rather interesting. Okay, cool. Um so I wanna ask one last question, right? It's not really a question, but I hate calling it a question. But at one point, do you feel like, maybe not at one point, what's the one thing that happened that you feel was the easiest way for you to connect and to be able to do what you do in China as well? What's the easiest way to connect? No, what's the one thing that made it easier or the easiest way for you? Like, let's say maybe I'm an artist, came to Joburg, I'm, met you, you are my friend, you showed me this other guy, this other guy was like, yo dude, let's work. So my one thing that made things easier is you, for argument's sake, just an example. Mm. So like, not necessarily like that, but what's the one thing that happened in your career, in your life, that was just like a change in how you take in energy, in how you, you can execute stuff, and how you can talk to people? I think... Because I'm very blunt most of the time. 
like I'll tell you this shit sucks dog. <laughs> like I'm very because I'm very passionate you know right. so I'm honest about I'm honest about how I what I think about things right because I'm not gonna be like yo this is hard right because I picture you as me and I'm like if my shit was sucking like please God tell me like so that I can improve you know right don't just leave me hanging so I didn't know how to talk to people that I need to work with okay. like clients for a while because now you're sending me a song I'm like yo whack it sucks whack don't you have another song <laughs> I can't, I can't say things like that, you know? So what I really needed was a mentor that knows how to work with people, right. that is very, like, familiar with... That's alarm, by the way. Just bang it. Bang the door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Nah. So I needed mentors. I constantly needed mentors, actually. And I even was like a... Like, people were mentoring me and they didn't know they were mentoring me. Right. Yeah, Could I would you just... just ask questions? Nah, we'd just hang out. Right. We'd just hang out. And, I'd, you know, we'd have conversations and I'd be like, oh, okay. So, you know, and then the people would actually, like, said, okay, I'm actually going to mentor you, you know? Dope. As a friend taught me how to speak to people sometimes and kind of water down what, what I was about, what I want to say. <laughs> and then they like package it in a nice, and they say, okay, this. so what I needed is really like mentors. And in Joburg, I think I found like some of the, some of the best mentors to also help me move around and right. help get to know people. And you know, yeah, cause cosigns is a thing. I mean, you could be without it, but you do need it because trust, because of that risk that we were talking yes. about. So I can't say, you know, oh, you need to work with Bangy because... He's dope. Yeah. You've you got to be able to yeah. read out the credentials. Yeah, right. you know. Right. And you need that. I mean, like, if someone like the president is like, yo, Bangy's lit, <laughs> they're going to take his word for it, yeah, you know? They're going to take his word for it. So... Definitely cosigns, definitely mentors, and I would actually suggest that people need to find mentors. Even if even if those people are like, yo, dog, me, I'm not mentoring you, just learn from them. Like right. be around them, be around those spaces so that you can Yeah, so that you can learn. I learned a lot through conversation and I take notes in my head. Like my notes is actually full of random phrases. Right. Random. It's like a diary of... Random phrases. Of random phrases. Give me one random phrase. Let me find one. Where did I put my phone? So you write them too? Yeah. I told you my, my notes is like full of like random phrases that like probably popped up in conversation or... For real? Yeah. Because I would learn like from those things. That's, that's dope. Yeah, so 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 my like thing That's is because that means inspiration can come from anywhere. Exactly. That's really mad. And there's also a whole lot of. Okay, this kind of sounds fake deep. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear the fake the fake deep. Let's hear it. Okay, it says thinking is a luxury, a break from survival mode. Okay. 
It is a luxury. Yeah, I think I think I was in a in a in a I think I was in a situation where I was so grateful to be making money off of concepts and you know thinking and my ideas and yeah because a lot of people they don't have time to think right. or conceptualize because they're constantly in survival mode like you know like people like my parents or right. you know they don't have time to say you know i want to do this super artsy thing where i decorate the whole and i might make money from it and i might just you know people might. Don't, so I, I think thinking is is a luxury but yeah those are one of those random phrases yeah. i agree though um I agree. Like I, 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 I feel grateful. I've been feeling grateful for probably the last month, mm. um, just solely based on like what I do for a living. Like it's. I know sometimes it gets hard, and I get very emotional, rather depressed at just like the state of everything and how my mind plays games with me on how mm. um, if I'm really actually getting somewhere. Yeah. Okay, damn, mm. that sucks. I hope the camera didn't pick that up. Just like <laughs> five more minutes. Even if it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna. But yeah, like, yeah. so I just t noticed that, like, yo, man, um, what I do has given me such a, 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 a bigger, um, higher way of feeling and feeling in a sense of just being grateful for being able to literally wake up and run errands for actually what I like. Like, yeah, what I like. In a really... It's a mindfuck. We're very But then it's blessed. a double episode because then sometimes it's just like, damn, will this actually work? And will I actually one day be able to do what I need to do? Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily money-based, but just do what you want to do. Like, what if I want to travel freedom. the world my whole life? Yeah, yeah the freedom, freedom, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so going to the last thing of our show, it's called Inspiration 101. I know, might suck. I know the title sucks, but I'll change it for the next season. Okay. But you know what you have to do. You just need to tell us, like, um, your mantra, one mantra. What is one, one of your mantras that carry you? Mm, one of the mantras that carry me. <sighs> We're all alone in this together. Um, another one would be... We're all, we're all alone in this together. Yeah. It's like a, a rapping phrase. What do they call it? They call me a double enchanter. But no, you know what I mean? It, like, it's it, like it, one of those... It kind of is, you know. It's, it's even like the direction that my art is taking is just like focuses on these feelings that tend to isolate ourselves, but that's something that brings us together. You know, that's something that... Connection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one more mantra. Um, constantly challenge yourself. Don't do it if it's too easy. Don't do it if it's too easy. Because then you're not growing. You need to be doing things that you can't do, that you think you can't do. Right. Constantly throw yourself in the deep end. <laughs> it's toxic, but you, you, you won't regret it. I bet. I hear you. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Watching this episode of Dead Radio. Uh, like, 
comment, subscribe. <laughs> I know I took me a second to make that because it's so awkward. Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, and catch us on part two of our season finale with an extra guest. Or well, another guest, but you know what I mean. Anyway, for me, Bang is dead. And Sharla, the unicorn. <laughs> we out. Later, guys. Brah.